This is Vitriol Plays, one of the producers of Once Upon a Wasteland and the voice of Odessa Valdez in the show. I'd like to take a moment before we start the episode to let you know about our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash onceuponawasteland. It's a great way to support the show and to get some perks, including behind-the-scenes content, access to our private Discord server, and exclusive merchandise. Now, let's find out what Beth and Odessa are up to in this episode. Thank you for listening. Once upon a time, 27 years after the bombs fell, there were two people, a vault dweller and a California girl. They met and sparks flew. That's when things got interesting. This is their story. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 5, A New and Potent Aid. Lily, please come in. How are you feeling? Much better. I'm going to surprise Odessa at Fort Atlas, but I wanted to see you and Dad first. Is something wrong? No. Well, maybe, but that's not why I wanted to visit. I just wanted to see you. Where's Dad? Out for a walk? He's upstairs. Upstairs? It's half ten. That's not like him. He went for a stroll this morning after breakfast, and it took a bit more out of him than he expected. Is he right? We're not sure. What do you mean you're... Not sure. We mean that we don't want you to worry. Unless and until there's something to worry about. Dad! Well, that hug has me feeling better already. But to answer your question, I've just been feeling a bit run down. I thought that it was just a matter of getting older. I'm nearly 70 after all. But it came on so quickly that I suggested. Insisted. All right. I insisted that he speak with someone about it. Tony has been the closest thing that we've had to our regular doctor since we left the vault. But he's a neurophysiologist, not a general practitioner. Still, he didn't find anything wrong, including neurologically. He performed a battery of tests and everything came back clean. If anything, he said I'm quite healthy for my age. Which is important if I'm going to keep up with my young bride here. I'm the one who had trouble keeping up with you, my dear. And then when there were two of you... Imagine if there had been three. (laughs) I can't even imagine what it would be like to have a sibling in the vault. I think you made the right call. At any rate, Tony suggested that I speak with Dr. Hardy at Fort Atlas and arrange the use of some of the diagnostic equipment. That's a good idea. Dr. Hardy is smart, but he's a combat medic, not an MD. Dr. Flagler will be able to interpret those results rather more precisely. Until that happens, I don't want you to worry. I think you know me better than that, Dad. I do. But you have enough on your mind right now. And we will cross any bridges if and when we encounter them. And we'll do that as a family. Like we always do. How is Odessa? She's fine. Been spending a lot of time at Atlas trying to get a read on everything that's happened. We were supposed to spend some time together. Just us. When I got back. How did you put it, Andrew? Crises rarely take a holiday. Indeed. I suppose the more apt question is, how are you doing? (sighs) I'm okay. I just... I know that it's silly, but I know that if she's the Atlas, she's spending time with... him. And that shouldn't make me fret, but... It does. Shatsy, Odessa loves you. I would tell you if I had any doubts about that, but I don't. I know, Mum. 
I don't either. Then you must have faith. You love her with all of your heart, and she loves you with all of hers. Concentrate on that, not obstacles, either real or perceived. Sometimes it seems like the universe is just trying to keep us apart. I know that feeling, but the simple fact that you found each other in the first place may mean that the universe wants you to be together. Well then, as long as we can stay put in this universe, we should be fine, right? (laughs) I think that you'd be fine no matter what universe you found yourselves in. (laughs) I told Odessa as much. We've been through so much already. What's an extra universe or two? Indeed. Now that that's settled, shall we compare notes on the current situation? I was hoping we could. I'm going to surprise Odessa at Atlas this afternoon. And as much as she loves my pastries, she loves Intel even more. Well, then I believe you may be in luck. Charles has had a very productive meeting with Knight Carlson. Oh, brilliant. One thing that they discussed was yesterday's incident at Flagrante Bello. That whole thing sounds like it was terrifying. At least Jess was able to keep her wits about her. About that, we have a hypothesis. Oh? I'll let Odessa provide the details. But we feel that it may have something to do with the... invitations you all received. So, because Jess wasn't affected but Carlson and Hargrove were, you think it might be because she's one of the Seven? Might. Is carrying a lot of weight there, but yes. I'm not a scientist, but that doesn't feel like much to go on. Neither am I, and I concur. But it's all we have to go on at the moment. We're going to have to test that hypothesis at some point. Maybe we'll even be able to turn it into a proper theory. I wish I could help there. But I have been able to leverage some context to provide a bit of additional context. And I've been doing the same. I'm not an intelligence officer, but your father's been able to teach me some of his tricks. And there's quite a bit of overlap I've found, between the skills required to be a diplomat and being a good spy. That discovery was a bit disquieting in the beginning, but I try not to think too deeply about it. (laughs) It's all right, ma'am. I won't tell anybody, even under threat of torture. I don't think it will come to that, but thank you. I'll go first. Paige had brought me in on an unrelated matter at Foundation, and mentioned that he had sent a scout team to Flegrante Bello to assess the situation there. A scout team? That's a bit... Aggressive for Foundation, isn't it? It seems that while they remain a peaceful faction, they are seeking to expand. There are simply too many people to house at their current location, and a large underground complex, even one that has been ravaged by super mutants, is an attractive potential landing spot. It is. It's perfect for them, in fact. It has everything they need. Residential space, laboratories, medical facilities... The scout team kept their distance, Much like the Brotherhood, they were mostly trying to track the mutants' patrol routes. They did not experience what the Brotherhood team did, but they did see a group of mutants rush into the field of view and then collapse. I didn't press Paige, but I believe that patrol may be the same dead mutants that the Brotherhood found. What did they do after that? They left. Turned tail is, I believe, how Paige put it. He was... Less than happy with them at first, but I assured him it was the logical course of action given the uncertainty surrounding what had just happened. Hmm. If those were the same super mutants, it implies that whatever happened has both a range and a clear boundary. The scouts would have said something if they encountered anything like what Jess described. I asked Paige if they reported anything out of the ordinary, and they didn't. And given that they also weren't one of the seven, that could support our working hypothesis. If they were closer, Jess and her team might have discovered some human corpses, not just mutants. Yes, their discretion was fortunate. Dad, what did you find out? Amanda and I have been working through our radar contacts. Their experience has been a bit different. How so? A few of the more aggressive groups have been testing the perimeter of the supermutant offenses. Unsuccessfully, I might add. And at a great cost. That implies that there are a lot of them. And they're well entrenched. When I made my escape last year, I couldn't get a read on their numbers. I just wanted to get back to Odessa. 
What were Voltec doing with that many super mutants in a paddock? It's not like they can reproduce. Not for lack of trying. The general attitude among the raiders is that it simply isn't worth the cost. They've largely moved on to other potential conquests. That's good news. We won't have to deal with them if we decide to make a move. What about the Enclave? Well, Amanda is reluctant to leverage Cindy as an asset, as you might expect. Of course. It's a lot easier for Odessa and I because we work together on everything. The Enclave is... well... not a conducive environment for that. That said, she hasn't mentioned anything to Amanda about Flagrante Bello. And Charles hasn't seen anything indicating that they're pursuing anything there. It seems that the priorities lie elsewhere, at least for now. The Free States are steering clear as well. And even the Blood Eagles. So it sounds like we'll have free reign to test our hypothesis. I almost wish we had to fight our way in. At least that's something we have experience with. This? Nobody has experience with... Whatever the hell this is. I understand your concern, and share it. The course we plot seems to be one that will almost certainly be uncharted. We'll have to step carefully. We? Andrew? I won't be with them in the field, but I'm going to support them as best I can. I'm not an invalid, Elise. You mustn't push too hard. I know you've always joked about being carried out on your shield, but... But I have the most important person in my life at my side to ensure that I won't be. All right? All right. That's all we have at the moment, Shatsi. Go. Be with Odessa. You'll solve this thing together, I know it. Thanks, Mum. I'll come by again as soon as I can. Please try to keep Dad out of trouble while I'm gone, okay? I'll do my best. How are you holding up, boss? I'm managing. I just feel like everybody's mom. I'm worried about Beth. I'm worried about Cindy. I'm worried about Andrew. Don't forget about Odessa. <sighs> I wish I could. I didn't mean that. It's just been weird between us since that first night when we went into the basement. Like a dream you just can't shake. You know it ain't real, but it sure doesn't feel that way when you're in the same room. That sounds awkward. Yeah, it was awkward enough before, but it was different. That didn't feel like cheating. I, I guess it would be different if we weren't both feeling the same thing. But we are, and we both know it. Is that why she hasn't been around as much? Yeah, we talked about it and decided it would be for the best. But I gotta admit, I miss her. A lot. I'm sorry, boss. So am I. I don't even know if knowing what the hell is going on would make it any better. What I do know is that I can't go on feeling like this. It's even worse for her with tall, dark, and hunky in town. They seem to be getting along okay. They are, and that's what worries me. She slapped him, and they had this big to-do in the back, and next thing you know they're hanging out together? I know she'd never cheat on Beth, like, not ever, but... Ugh. Everything was quiet for like a year, and all of a sudden all hell breaks loose. I figured we'd be planning Beth and Odessa's wedding by now, not whatever the hell all this is. They're still young. They have plenty of time. We'd like to think that, but around here, Bones, tomorrow's never guaranteed. That's why I've always been, you know, into new experiences, shall we say. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. Hey! I'm just busting your ass. I know. I just like them to get a happily ever after, you know? Yeah, I do too. Seems like most of Appalachia does. Well, except the ones who still think they have a shot with Odessa. I'm surprised Beth hasn't started disappearing them. Well... That was different. He was dangerous. And she didn't pull the trigger. Boss, you know I'm not the kind of guy who gets sappy. But you should get a happily ever after, too. It's really hard to wrap my head around that. I don't want to jinx it, but yeah. I guess I never wanted to believe that I deserve something like that. 
Come on, boss. You can't... I'm serious, Bones. Hell, I sabotaged my own relationship with Beth because of it. It didn't hit me until later, but man, did it bother me. We were both broken, but when we got together, we started to heal. Like, for real. At least at first. And then? And then... Uh, I guess neither of us was ready to get better. We had a lot of stuff to get past first. It didn't help that we were so goddamn similar. That probably pissed me off more consistently than anything. It was like looking in a fucking mirror sometimes, and I hated it. I hated her, even though I loved her. What about you? You ever gonna settle down? Maybe. Still gotta meet the right girl. Well, plenty of them seem to like hearing your voice. Really? Bones. Buddy. Sorry. I guess I had no idea I was a sex symbol. Let's not get too crazy. Bones, you have got to lock that door when you come in. I did. Hey, we're closed. We'll open in a few hours. You. Bones, get the cuffs and the shovel. Neither of those will be necessary. We need to talk. No shit. You finally ready to tell me what the hell is going on? I'll be as direct as I can, but let's get some preliminaries out of the way. Okay, dump some info. I'm all ears. I'm what's known as a sentinel. Terrific. What the hell does that mean? We kind of... keep an eye on things. Things? What things? Um... cosmic things is probably the best way to put it. Are you being fucking serious right now? What that you've seen makes you think I'm not. Okay, fair point. What's your name? Excuse me? Your name. I'm not going to call you Mr. Sentinel or whatever. Um, we don't really have names. Of course you don't. Bones? He looks like a Barry. I can get behind that. Okay, Barry. What else? I don't think I look like a berry. At any rate, we watch. But the scope of what we can do is limited. When something bigger comes along, well, that's where you come in. You and the rest of the seven. It's not our universe, it's yours. It has to be up to you. Whoa, 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 back up a second. I don't understand why you're telling me all of this. Why not Odessa or Romani or Beth? Everyone has a role to play. I guess this is part of yours. You guess? <sighs> the Emerald Pike likes to assign names and meanings to things. It's a very human thing to do, after all. But the truth is that there's a lot more nuance to it. Even we don't necessarily understand it at the time. But, based on what I know about each of you, well, I'll just say that I think the universe picked the right people for the job. <laughs> Thanks, Barry. So, any more good news? Plagues of frogs? Locusts? Anything? Well, now that you mention it... Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, I may have some actual good news. We've sensed it. A new and potent aid. It felt like a person, a man, yet still something different. I understand. You do? No. I wish I could elaborate, because that would mean I understood it myself. So I guess we should probably find this guy. I don't suppose you know where he hangs out or anything, right? <laughs> Sorry. But given what I know about how these things tend to work, I think you'll come across him soon enough. I kind of got the impression that you could, you know, see the future and stuff. Not exactly. We have a general sense of how these things should proceed. It allows us to do a bit of nudging when that becomes necessary. But that's part of the problem right now, and why I'm here. We lost that sense yesterday. We can't see anything. So, well, it seems you're on your own. The way you're eyeballing that door makes me think you're about to make a run for it, Barry. Do I need to go grab my handcuffs? <laughs> it's time for me to go, Amanda. Will I see you again? I have so many questions. I don't know, but I hope so. You okay, boss? That was 
A lot. I... I don't know. What the hell have I gotten myself into, Bones? Nothing you can't handle. Barry even said so. <laughs> yeah, I guess he did. Alright, I think Beth's still at home. I'm gonna go talk to her about this. She'll know what to do. Mind if I come in? Hi. Your timing is perfect. I think I need a break. Never imagined I'd get tired of looking at a terminal, but... I brought you coffee. Thank you. How's the planning session going? It's... well... It's not as bureaucratic as Lost Hills in there, but we're starting to go around and round a little, so I suggest we take five. Have you talked to Jess? No. Not for a few hours. She's pretty much barricaded herself in that lab. She's determined. Kind of like someone else I know. <laughs> I taught her well. What can I say? You have. Even Dave is impressed. He told you that? He did. And Dave is not usually forthcoming with praise like that, so he must be really impressed. I taught him well, too. And he's turned into a pretty good teacher himself. Never thought I'd see the day. I noticed that he seems a little more patient than I remember, especially with the junior scribes. Jess is kind of a special case because she's so advanced, but the others, it can be like dealing with teenagers sometimes. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Suddenly reminded of what you were like as a teenager? Hey, I was a good kid. You were lucky my parents believed that. Are you saying I was a bad boy? You had your moments. I think you were just a bad influence. Only when the situation called for it. I didn't mind. You're damn right you didn't. <laughs> you know... What is it? I didn't think it was possible, but you're more beautiful now than ever. And you need better lines. It's not a line. You hate lines. And I've heard a lot of them since we got here. I bet you have. I remember guys trying to pick you up before we got together. <laughs> if I could have literally shot daggers at them with my eyes, I would have. I'm surprised you didn't design dagger-firing goggles. Well, it stopped being an issue, so that idea got backburnered. Can't imagine why that happened. Yeah, it was a huge mystery. Started hanging out with this big lunkhead I found loitering at Lost Hills and all of a sudden nobody wanted to ask me out. You sound disappointed. Hmm. Maybe I liked the attention. The, uh, lunkhead didn't give you enough? He had his moments. At least he was pretty. <laughs> well, that's important. How about Beth? Did she try to use any lines on you? Oh, she did, but that was different. It was adorable. What was it? No way. I am not telling you that. Maybe I need to up my game. And if she stole your heart, it must have been quite a line. I'm still not telling you. Okay. Fair enough. Do you think the... Lunkhead would approve? I don't know. Probably not if he's still carrying a torch. Carried it all the way from California. That's a long way to carry something like that. Thinking about seeing you again made it easier? Derek. Yes, Odessa? Oh no. That bag in the doorway. It, it isn't another message, is it? No. It's pastries. Beth's pastries. She must have brought them. I... Oh no. I need to find her. The what here seems clear. We need to get back inside Flagrante Bello. What is not clear, however, is the how. This would be a lot easier if the entrance Beth used wasn't covered in a pile of rubble. Those super mutants had to get to the surface somehow. We may be able to determine access points based on their patrol routes. We may. One potential issue is manpower. 
Well, we haven't had the opportunity to test the hypothesis that our status as the Seven grants us some sort of immunity to whatever is happening there. I'm still not comfortable sending anyone else. Neither am I. Not that I'm necessarily comfortable going there either right now, but that's the closest thing we have to a safe option. Maybe you should stay at Atlas, at least for now. Let us do some recon to make sure it's safe. You know, uh, increase the sample size a little. I don't know if we have time for that. People are going to figure out that the super mutants aren't in charge anymore, and somebody's going to make a move. We have to make sure it's us. And I think the best people for this operation are in this room. Well, most of them. <sighs> I don't know where Beth is. What? Is everything okay? I know her father is- She left, abruptly. She's not at home, at her parents' house, or at the spider's web. As you noted, I don't know that we can afford to wait for her to reappear. We could use her expertise. But the three of us are more than capable of going to Flagrant Bello and getting the intel we need to figure out a way forward. If we do this, we need to stay focused. Odessa, if you don't feel that you can do that, we can take Scribe Navia instead. She's one of the seven, and the only one we know isn't affected. There won't be any need for that, Paladin. Beth! Are you okay? Sorry I'm late. Had to clear my head a bit. What's the plan, Paladin? We were just getting to that. But it seems that the best course of action is a simple one. The four of us go to Flagrante Bello, find our way in, and assess the situation. And get out safely. We can't assume that all of those mutants have been taken out by this phenomenon. It's entirely possible that the complex itself is safe and they're holed up in there. We won't know anything until we get inside. Do you have any thoughts on finding ingress points that aren't blocked? I do. When I was putting together last year's operation, I identified several potential entrances. Most of them were blocked or otherwise inaccessible, but there were... seven, I think, that I didn't get to. Do you remember where they are? All the planning was done here. Do you still have the maps we used? Of course. They're in the archives. Brilliant. I marked every potential location, and I can note the ones that we know are inaccessible. Would Knight Carlson have any insight? No. The memory wipe took him back to a point before he'd even heard of Flagrante Bello. He wouldn't remember. Alright. I'll talk to Knight Merriweather. Derek, please check in with Scribe Navia. See if there's any other actionable intel we can use. I'll go to the armory and see what kind of new toys you lot have down there. I'll join you. Why did you close the door? We need to get to the armory. Beth, talk to me. <sighs> I'm... Sorry that I left like that. Seeing you and him like that. Looking into each other's eyes, obviously sharing a moment. It wasn't a moment. He was about to kiss you. What? I'm well acquainted with what someone looks like when they're going in for a kiss. His eyes were flickering down to your lips. And what about my eyes? I couldn't see them. Damn it, Beth! Not that it should even matter, but my eyes weren't flickering anywhere. What I meant was, I have agency here. I have a choice. If he had tried to kiss me, I would have recoiled. Pulled back. Would you? I can't believe you were acting like this. You're actually questioning whether I would be faithful to you. No. I know you'd never be unfaithful. I trust you completely. All I know is what I felt in that moment. That if I'd arrived a few seconds later... That if you would have arrived a few seconds later, what? We'd be doing it on my desk? Of course not! Then what? That I'd have lost you. That it wouldn't even be a matter of being unfaithful. That it would be because... Because... Because I'm not enough. That I'm not the person you deserve. The person you should grow old with. And whether it's Derek or someone else, that someone else is going to show up and... and you'll realize... <laughs> I don't know what I can say anymore, Beth. 
I told you how much I love you. I've shown you that too, over and over. What have I done to make you think you're not enough? Am I that lacking in self-awareness? You haven't done anything. But I must have. I didn't know you felt this way. If all I've done in word and deed to show you how much I love you hasn't convinced you, maybe that means I'm not enough for you. You have more emotional intelligence than I do. Maybe you picked up on something I didn't, but you got it backwards. Beth, when I moved in with you, that was me saying that I want to be with you for good. How can I live in a world without you, without us? But maybe I need to come to terms with that, because maybe I'm not enough. Derek and I are ready when you are. We'll meet you at the entrance. Take all the time you need. The one thing I know is that I love you with every fiber of my being. You loved Amanda like that too. And you loved Derek. Since we've been together, since we both said I love you that first time, I've never felt more sure that I was with the right person. Not even when I was with Derek. I'm not implying that I didn't love him. I did, deeply. But it felt like I was supposed to be with him. Like, of course that's how it was going to play out. We started dating when we were teenagers. The Brotherhood was invested in the idea of the daughter of Scribes Valdez and the scion of the Hewitt family getting together. Everybody wanted us to be a couple, and there were times where it felt like we were just kind of along for the ride. But when I met you, it was different. I felt like I was meant to be with you. That you were my person, and I was yours. And now? I still feel that way. My love for you is the one thing that hasn't wavered. All the concerns I've had, they've all been down to me. That I wasn't enough. That I was too broken. I want to help you heal, but now I don't know if I can. You have. Have I? Yes. In the year we've been together, I've grown so much. And I think you have too. You've blossomed. You're more beautiful every single day, in every possible way. I'm so proud to have been a part of that. To be the one who's helping bring that to the fore. And I'm so afraid of losing that. Of losing you, my North Star. You haven't lost me. And I'm glad I haven't lost you. But... I think we need to take a breath. What are you saying? I love you, Beth. I love you more deeply than I ever thought I could love another person. I want to be with you. Both of us are hurt right now. I just think we should take a step back and- A step back? Derek and Layla are waiting for us, and we can't put this operation on hold. When we get back from Flagrante Velo, I'm going to stay here at Atlas for the night. Odessa. You... We're both pretty raw right now. Tomorrow's another day. <sighs> okay. Let's go down to the armory and get this operation sorted. We'll get clarity on what's happening at Flagrante Bello, and then... Odessa, no matter what, I love you. No qualifiers, no conditions. I love you too. Five entrances down, two to go. I have a good feeling about this one. You do? Why? It looks like this one was deliberately hidden, and recently. Super mutants aren't exactly known for their attention to detail. I think I can... Be careful! <clears throat> okay, we have a door. Which is locked. That's not surprising. Here, allow me. 
Nicely done. I'll take point. Odessa, stay behind me. Pardon Romani and I will watch our six. Perfect. Here goes. So much for the element of surprise. Ugh, it smells terrible in here. Super mutants definitely have a specific... bouquet. Do we have any idea where we should be looking? Or what we should be looking for? My guess is that we should start looking in the area that was blocked off when we were down here last year. Based on what we saw, the areas we had access to were focused on medical and neurological research. And that's where those super mutants were being held. Good plan. Lead the way. This is a lot of destruction. Do super mutants do anything other than eat and destroy things? I've heard rumors, but I hope they're just that. I have a feeling I do not want to know about those rumors. Speaking of super mutants... What about them? Have you seen any? No, but that's good, isn't it? Well, yes. But even if they ended up like the ones we found up top, you'd think we'd have at least seen a few corpses by now. Could they have escaped? It's possible, but I doubt it. They're not exactly subtle. A mass exodus would have been noticed, and likely would have led to somebody making a move. I'm surprised, frankly, that nobody's made one yet, given the lack of patrols over the past few days. I have expected to find a group of blood eagles down here. I think we would have found something like that if we'd waited. Getting here as soon as we could was the right call. I agree, but keep your head on a swivel. At least we still got power down here. That's a good sign. It is. vault has always had excellent redundancy built into their power delivery systems. If the mutants had managed to destroy that, well... It's doubtful there would be anything of value left intact. Let's operate under the assumption that they're still here. Somewhere. It's so quiet. Don't say it. Too quiet. Odessa... When you were down here last year, did you discover anything about why those mutants were locked up here in the first place? No, we didn't even know they were here until Beth heard them when she was exploring. Whatever Vault-Tec was doing with them, it was a mystery. And it still is. Maybe finding that out will help us understand what this phenomenon is, and how to stop it. Perhaps. There seem to be so many different projects and experiments housed down here that they could just as easily be unrelated. I hope we find out soon. We can't count on the phenomenon just disappearing on its own. For all we know, it's going to expand and put more people in danger. At least we're not fighting our way through those mutants right now. Hold up. Did you hear that? I did. Weapons ready. Let's see what it is. Carefully. Oh no. I was really hoping to not hear that sound again. Feels like it's coming from the same direction as that noise. Is everybody okay? More or less. It's just like when Beth came back. I wouldn't call it pleasant, but I don't feel any serious negative effects. Layla, your call. Should we keep going or regroup? Let's keep moving forward. I think we have to at this point. We may finally find some answers in that room. Another portal? Maybe we're getting another visitor from Pittsburgh. This would be a hell of a way to finally meet Hex. Look, there's someone in there. Maybe our visitor is already here. But that doesn't look like Hex. Beth, wait! Um, hello? Hello there! I don't suppose you're an engineer, are you? No, but I do have one with me. What's going on? I, um care of those big green guys, but they did a number on this equipment. It keeps randomly opening unstable portals, and <laughs> those are no fun. But this technology is, well, it's not exactly in my wheelhouse. I, I, I think I saw vacuum tubes in there. It's like trying to work on a museum exhibit. 
What are we trying to do? Shut that portal down, for a start. It's a spicy one. That may explain all the bodies I found when I popped in. Popped in? Come here, I'll show you. I can't just remove power, because that won't shut the portal down. Okay, um, well, this is beyond anything I've ever worked on, but if I remember the fundamentals, maybe it's these crystals? There's a burn mark between them and this module. If that was a relay... That could explain this unpredictable behavior. Can you fix it? I don't know. Wait, is the portal not affecting you? At all? No. Is it affecting you? It's affecting all of us, but if we were going to end up like those super mutants, it would have happened already. <laughs> super mutants. <laughs> Ugh. No spare relays in here. I think I might be able to cobble something together. Ah, uh, thank goodness. Might. I'll take my chances. I'm a lot of things, but Engineer is not one of them. Odessa! I'm fine. Okay, here goes nothing. See if you can shut it down now. I'll try the emergency shutdown. Always appreciate it when the designers build those in. And when they make it a big red button. Well, that was exciting. Does this mean we're safe? It does. Good job. Thanks. I'm not entirely confident that it will hold, though, so I'll work on something more permanent. Well, that was some quick work, and I appreciate it. Are you with vault Tech? Uh, vault Tech? This is a vault Tech facility, so I thought you might be an old employee of theirs. Sorry, never heard of it. You've never heard of vault Tech? Have you been living in a cave? No. Well, not exactly. Let's start from the beginning. I'm Paladin Layla Romani, Brotherhood of Steel. This is Paladin Derek Hewitt and Elizabeth Kirby. And you've met our senior scribe, Odessa Valdez. So you're all with the Brotherhood of Steel? I'm not. I'm not with anybody. I'm unaffiliated. I see. Well, it's nice to meet you. All of you. And you are? I was Devin McKnight. Was? I'm something different now. Still trying to figure out what. I don't understand. Oh, that's all right. Neither do I. Okay. We've taken care of the immediate problem, but we have a much bigger one to deal with. Making sure it doesn't happen again? Um, in a way. It looks like this machine opened its first portal a couple months ago, based on the logs stored on the console. Um, that's... bad. How bad? And why? Very. And because that puts you on the radar of the untainted. The untainted? I do not like the sound of that. Who are they? A group. A species, I suppose that uses portals like this one to invade and plunder any time a new one opens. But the portal is closed now. We should be fine as long as it stays that way, shouldn't we? That's the problem. When a portal opens, it creates a pathway, a connection to a kind of hub where those pathways converge. And once that pathway is created, the untainted can open a portal from that hub. Exactly. Fortunately, they haven't gotten to you yet. But it's only a matter of time. How much time is anyone's guess. So what do we need to do? Oh, that's the long pole in the tent, I'm afraid. We have to close off the pathway. And that's a lot more difficult than just spitting down a portal. Are you familiar with string theory? No, I'm sorry. Uh, it's all right. We'll talk it through. You might know it under a different name. That happens sometimes. The same concept, but the nomenclature evolves differently. What do you mean? These pathways link, uh... I guess universes is the best way to put it. It's also possible to use them for short hops within the same universe. That's kind of a specialized thing, though. I've never really seen that done with technology. So it could be possible to open one of these portals from, say... Pittsburgh to here? 
you have a Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. You might not love our Pittsburgh. I don't know where here is, but that can be done. Yes. I take it you have personal experience with that? I do. Just passed through one a few days ago. That means the Sentinels are in play. Good. You know the Sentinels? Very well. They can be, well, a little frustrating to deal with sometimes, but they're on our side. They want to prevent the expansion of the Untainted as much as anybody. Even me. What do you mean, even you? (sighs) It's a story for another day. But the Untainted and I have a history. The details don't really matter, but the long and the short of it is that I ended up getting shunted into a space between universes. The Nexus. It's connected to that hub I mentioned, but whoever created it did it in a way that they can't touch me or anything else in there. It exists in a state of grace. I think the best course of action is to get something more permanent in place inside that console, and then we can work on shutting down the pathway. Oh, that sounds like a solid plan. Uh, One thing to keep in mind, I have to be back in the Nexus when that pathway closes, so you'll have to complete the process yourself. I can only stay here for a limited amount of time. I'm not sure how long, but it's not forever. After that, well, it's, um... It's like a body rejecting a transplanted organ. I understand. The portal appeared under this arch. Is that part of the apparatus, or is that a coincidence? It's not a coincidence. Best guess, whoever built this was trying to stabilize the portal, but they didn't quite get there. Its design is... different from what I'd expect from Voltec. I wonder if they had some sort of outside help. You're right! It reminds me of some of what I saw when I was with Amanda in the passageway under her bar when we thought we were dreaming. It looks modern and ancient at the same time. Beth, Odessa, get away from there! They're caught in some kind of temporal eddy. Can you shut down the portal? I think so. I was watching Odessa while she fixed that relay, and... You think? Oh no. Are they alright? What happened? I don't know, but whatever it is... I don't like it. I was at home, and then I wasn't. Yeah, I was in my lab, but this is not my lab. Devin, could the portal have caused memory loss? I hope that's all it is. Let me help you up. Thank you. Oh, Elizabeth Kirby. Pleasure to meet you, uh... Lieutenant Commander Odessa Valdez. It's nice to meet you too, Elizabeth. Please, call me Beth. Lieutenant Commander, eh? That's not like a Navy uniform. What the... I wasn't wearing this. It's definitely a uniform, but... I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. I'm afraid this situation just got significantly more complicated. Once Upon a Wasteland, Season 2, Episode 5, A New and Potent Aid, was produced and directed by Brad Williams and written by D.K. Trueno, starring Letitia Lemon as Elizabeth Kirby, Vitriol Plays as Odessa Valdez, and Lucy Middleton as Amanda Otis. Also starring W. Keith Timms as Devin McKnight, Addison Mosby as Derek Hewitt, Kirsty Harrison as Elise Kirby, and Penal Pineapple as Andrew Kirby. Featuring Pandora Beatrix as Paladin Leila Romani, Midas as The Traveler, and Eric B. Rowland as Bones. 
and I'm your narrator, Ashley Sekon. Please join us for our next episode, Season 2, Episode 6, The Will and the Means. What happens when 20-something Madison is zapped into old-time radio shows? The last thing I remember was working on my makeup blog. No technology. Your technology is so old, the only thing I recognize on my desk are the pens. No Starbucks. I haven't had a mocha latte in months. And no one is PC. You don't think a woman could cloud men's minds? You think men's minds are all that complicated? It's mostly just beer and video games in there. Madison on the Air serves to highlight the way we were and the way we are today with original radio drama scripts adapted to include the modern-day Madison as she joins famous characters from radio's past. Saint? Simon. Whatever. Madison Standish. Give me that phone. Johnny Dollar. My partner's Madison Standish. Hi. My name's Friday. Kato! This is the Green Hornet. Really digging Dracula's OG goth style. What if I killed freaking Sherlock Holmes? And many more. Visit us on the web at madisonontheair.com or find us pretty much any place podcasts can be found. I'm Brad Williams, the creator of Once Upon a Wasteland. We'd like to thank you for joining us for the fifth episode of our second season, and we hope that you'll continue to join us as we follow Beth and Odessa's journey toward Happily Ever After. For more information on our show, visit our website, onceuponawasteland.com, where you'll find show information, scripts for each episode, artwork, and more. You can also find us on Twitter, at onceupon76pod, on Instagram, at onceuponawasteland, and on Hive, at once upon. If you like this episode, please leave a rating and review, and we hope you'll subscribe as well. And please, tell your friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can reach out to us directly on Twitter or via email at brad at onceuponawasteland.com. Thank you.